The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Hello everyone, it's Dr. Shirley. Welcome to the year-end edition of 15 Minutes of Fab, a segment of the Forever Fab podcast. This is the 2020 update. It is that time of year again. This time we've come to the end of a decade. And what a decade it has been. I mean, for that matter, what a year it has been. The events that marked this past year alone have been nothing short of epic. Indeed, they would have changed us and perhaps we will emerge from the ashes of this year's pyre as transformed for the better. So in this year end review, contemplation of events that transpired, I invite you to contemplate with me. In January, nature implored us to show her compassion through the Australian bushfires. We were all made to question our allegiances and sense of duty, obligation, and self-sacrifice in the name of autonomy when the Duke and Duchess of Sussex announced they were stepping down as, quote, senior royals on the 8th of January. Also in January, the world had its breath taken away when afflicted by the pandemic that is still COVID-19. And while every life is valuable and special, we lost the lives of those on a global field, Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, and their friends in a tragic helicopter crash. In February, the current president, may I add outgoing, Donald J. Trump was impeached. Yes, he was impeached. Do, you, do, we, do we remember that? He was impeached when he faced a trial in the previous month on charges that he asked Ukraine to investigate former vice president, president-elect and officially, official, official, next U.S. president, Joe Biden and his son Hunter. Although Trump was ultimately acquitted huh, by the Senate on February 5th, Americans are still subject to his assaults, for now, on the Constitution, democracy, and humanity. Parasite, the movie, was awarded an Oscar and represented the first time a non-English language movie won Best Picture in February. Also in February, the disgraceful Harvey Weinstein was convicted of violence against women. On the 23rd of February, 
Ahmaud Arbery was killed by racists for jogging while black. And also in February, Fashion Weeks went digital. In March, despite spring coming on, we experienced another global recession. The Dow Jones Industrial Average suffered its worst single day point drop ever on March 9th. On Friday the 13th of March, another horror came to pass. Breonna Taylor was brutally shot by police officers. Waves of protests across the globe were sparked by the Black Lives Matter movement to bring awareness and change to the laws and systemic inequities that do not value Black lives. That remains a work in progress. In April, Saudi Arabia declared a ceasefire, ending its five-year war with Yemen. Also in April, Brazil's highest court okayed an investigation into President Bolsonaro. We seem to have corrupt presidents all over the world. <laughs> in Israel, the indicted Prime Minister Netanyahu continued his role as Prime Minister. Hmm. In, in May of 2020, George Floyd was killed by racist police officers in 8 minutes and 46 seconds. That was enough to ponder on for a lifetime. In June, former Vice President Joe Biden accepted his party's nomination to serve as the next president of the United States. Also in June, protests reignited in Lebanon. Also in June, locusts, locusts swarm India. Again, Mother Nature had something to tell us. Also in June, China passed a controversial national security law. China will now be able to enforce these four laws laid out by their bill. Number one, secession. Number two, subversion against the central Chinese government. Number three, terrorist activities. And number four, collusion with foreign forces to endanger national security. This bill allows Chinese officials to operate in Hong Kong and has already led to the arrest of many of its citizens. In July, Ghislaine Maxwell, who committed heinous acts as Jeffrey Epstein's sidekick, was arrested. Also in July, the monument of Confederate General Stonewall Jackson was removed from Monument Avenue in Richmond, Virginia. Also in July, the Finnish Air Force Command formally ended the use of the swastika in its imagery, according to Air Force Command. However, the swastika will remain on some Air Force unit flags and decorations. Hmm. Also that month, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Association and Sciences, excuse me, responding to recent criticisms about the lack of racial diversity among the nominees in major Oscar award categories, invited 819 people to become new members. Of the invitees, 49% are from outside the United States, 45% are women, and 36% are non-white. Also that month, we were welcomed into the bubble. The first NBA players arrived at Walt Disney World on July 7th, nearly four months after the NBA season had to shut down. 
in August. Oh, actually, I'm going to add one more thing. I'm going to give a shout out to my cousin, Matisse Theibel, because he helped to document life in the bubble. And I think his series on YouTube is called Welcome to the Bubble. So if you haven't had a chance to check it out, go check him out. Matisse Theibel. Yes, as in the painter Matisse. I digress. In August, a massive explosion at a Beirut port killed hundreds of people and injured thousands of others. In August, the California Senator Kamala Harris, a woman of color and of Indian and African-American descent, was nominated as the Democratic vice presidential candidate alongside Joseph Biden. In August, Black Panther actor Chadwick Boseman died at age 43 after a four-year-long battle with colon cancer. Bozeman was not only a brilliant actor, but also inspired us all to be the superheroes in our own narratives. Rest in peace and rest in power. Wakanda forever. In August, she was not done with us. Nature had more to teach and warn us about the deadly wildfires that erupted in California to Washington State. In August, as only the second woman ever appointed to the high court, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died at the age of 87. The Supreme Court justice was an unrelenting trailblazer for gender equality and was, was a role model for many women. In September, the U.S. Postal Service was being used as a political pawn. A federal judge granted a temporary restraining order against United States Postal Service that prevented the company from sending false statements. Who does that? Like the Postal Service being used and manipulated, being used and to manipulate its own citizens. Madness. Also in September, the Black Lives Matter protest marked its 100th night. On September 10th, Brazilian surfer Maya Gabeira broke her own world record for the largest wave ever surfed by a woman. That wave was 73.5 feet high or 22.4 meters. Amazing. Super scary. I mean, what an act of fearlessness, fierceness, courage, athleticism. Wow. On the 24th of September, Justice suffered a tragic consequence of deep-rooted systemic racism when the Louisville court decision on the killing of Breonna Taylor was released, abdicating all officers involved in the shooting aside from one. In October, following a decades-long battle with cancer, rock legend Eddie Van Halen died. In October, members of the White House continued to test positive for coronavirus. In October, the Supreme Court of Ireland ruled that the bread used by American restaurant franchise Subway cannot be classified as bread due to its high sugar content. Aha! Subway got busted. Subway got busted. In October, travel restrictions related to the COVID pandemic intensified and became broader. In October, Azerbaijan remained in conflict with Armenia. 
The 2020 Nobel Prize in Medicine was awarded to Harvey J. Alter, Michael Houghton, and Charles M. Rice for their discovery of the hepatitis C virus. Also in October, Syria's civil war continued. The Nobel Prize in Physics was awarded to Roger Penrose for the discovery that the black hole formation is a robust prediction of the general theory of relativity. And it was also awarded to Reinhard Genzel and Andrea M. Goetz for, quote, the discovery of a supermassive compact object at the center of our galaxy. In October, the war in Afghanistan persisted. On October 7th, ex-police officer Derek Chauvin, who was charged in George Floyd's death, was released on bail. In October, the Nobel Prize in Chemistry was awarded to Emmanuel Charpentier and Jennifer Dunda for their development of a method for genome editing. In October, the Nobel Prize in Literature was awarded to Louise Gluck, quote, for her unmistakable poetic voice that with austere beauty makes individual existence universal, end quote. Molly was still at war in October. And around the same time, Rwanda's legislator legalized the production of medical cannabis for export, but the health ministry stated that cannabis consumption of any kind in the country will remain illegal. So for their citizens, it's illegal. But for the rest of the world, have at it. They're going to export it to you and make some money off of you. Also in October, Yemen was in the midst of a civil war of its own. Colorado fires into the California Department of Forestry and Fire Protection. The California wildfires had already consumed around 1 million acres or 1,600 square miles over the past month. In October, Pope Francis said that he supported civil unions by same-sex couples. That's progress. In October, NASA confirmed that water had indeed been spotted on the sunlit surface of the moon. In October, another black man, 27-year-old Walter Wallace Jr., was fatally shot by police in Philadelphia. Wallace was armed with a knife. He appeared to be shot multiple times from a distance. From a distance. From a distance. A deadly earthquake with magnitude 7.0 injured nearly 1,000 people in Turkey. The quake was centered in the Aegean Sea off the coast of a Greek island of Samos, which is known for its wine production. In November, though there is much to be grateful for and there was much to be grateful for, Thanksgiving, the United States was dampened by threats of the rising spread of the coronavirus's next wave. In November, Typhoon Goni made landfall in the Philippines with sustained winds at 135 miles per hour. It was reported as the most powerful storm to hit the country in years. Mother Nature again was talking to us. In November, stores and other businesses across the country, across the United States, braced for post-election drama and madness. On November 7th, the 46th president of the United States, Joseph Biden, was announced. There was a universal exhalation and deep sigh of relief for hope for a better future. It was heard and felt across the globe. On December 1st, Spotify's most streamed artist of 2020 was Bad Bunny. And its most streamed song, Binding Lights, 
blinding lights or binding lights was by the weekend. <laughs> binding, blinding. Obviously, I'm not that hip. <laughs> but I do like that song. On December 2nd, U.S. Attorney General William Barr said that there was no evidence of widespread voter fraud in the 2020 presidential election, despite claims by his boss, the president, outgoing president, Donald Trump. I guess Barr finally decided to be on the right side of history for once. On December 2nd, U.S. records its large daily death toll for COVID-19 at 2885, 2885, and for the first time, patient numbers in hospitals exceeded 100,000. Also on December 2nd, the UK became the first Western country to authorize a vaccine for COVID-19. And specifically, it was the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine. On December 6th, the outgoing US President Donald Trump ordered about 700 troops to, to withdraw from Somalia. On December 7th, breaking the competitive form of breakdancing was confirmed as an Olympic sport for the Paris 2024 Games. Hanukkah fell on December 10th. On December 11th, the European Union leaders agreed to cut net carbon emissions by 55% in the next decade. On December 11th, the U.S. Supreme Court rejected a sinister lawsuit by Texas to overrun Joseph Biden's elections in four battleground states endorsed by equally sinister 17 Republican attorney generals. Uh, democracy? Question mark? On December 21st, that marked the winter solstice. And the winter solstice is the day with the shortest period of daylight and the longest night of the year when the sun is at its lowest daily maximum elevation in the sky. The winter solstice can affect your body's circadian rhythms, and that regulates your normal sleep cycles, as well as your ability to produce melatonin, which many consider to be the body's sleep hormone. It's also a sacred time of rest and reflection before the awakening and the slow build towards brighter days. December 22nd marks Mathematics Day. Get out your pencils or your calculators. December 25th marks Christmas Day in the United States. And December 31st marks the end of a decade and a long and challenging year. And here we are at the close of this year with much to reflect upon and contemplate. Will you make New Year's resolutions? Will you resume your new normal even if it's significantly different? How will you greet the new year? What did you learn about others, about yourself this past year? Have you changed in any way? And if so, how? Was it good, bad, neutral? How has your perspective on life changed, if it has? Who were you one year ago, one decade ago, and who are you now? Better, different, the same? There's so much to be grateful for. There's so much to contemplate. And there's so much to look forward to. Thank you for listening to the year-end episode of the Forever Fab podcast, 15 Minutes of Fab. 
I'm grateful for your support over the past year and I'm honored that you choose to put my voice in your ears. I wish you a beautiful holiday of peace, renewed joy, truth, and great health. And I look forward to sharing new episodes with you in the new year to come. As always, stay fabulous inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.